W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, J-Bird, and your host, Brokowski. Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am Dan O'Mac. Yeah, you're not hearing Brokowski, so let me try to do it the Brokowski way. What up, what up, what up? This is Pro Wrestling Edge. Joining me as well this episode, um, bringing it old school, we got Del Dangerous, a.k.a. B-Mac, a.k.a. B-Money, a.k.a. B-H, a.k.a. The Chosen One, Mr. A.k.a. Bernard. He has a lot of nicknames. Um, joining us today is one of one of the guys that I've met through the wrestling business that, that I can generally say is a friend. This is one of the most all-around awesome dudes that I've ever met. We have the working man, the dozer, combat one ambassador, that dude, Roy Williams. What's up, my friend? Oh, man. What's up? What's happening, man? It is... It is such an honor to be here on round two. This is my second time on the show. So I want to say thank you. I really do appreciate it. You guys are you're, you're like family. And I know we're going to have a good time, man. Speaking of the last time you were on, you were on episode 177, which aired April 12th, 2022 was the last time you were with us. And that was a good time. But lots happened since then. Yeah, I know I said you're the ambassador for Combat One Wrestling, and we're going to get into Combat One and all of that good stuff. Before we do that, let's find out what what you've been up to. I mean, I know what you've been up to since then, but let's let our listeners know what you've been up to since then. Since you were last on the show, 2022, actually was a pretty good year for you when it comes to professional wrestling. (laughs) I would say you you had a pretty successful 2022. I did. I did. Uh, Let's start with the fact of you were a mainstay with, let's talk a little UCW. You were a mainstay with UCW in 2022. A lot happened. You guys had had four team war matches where you guys went all out. You, you won titles. You, you, so talk with a little bit about Roy Williams in 2022 when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, it was like, like you said, it was a good year for me. Um, I won titles. Uh, I was one of the main stables at UCW. Um, I, we did the gang warfare. That was, that was incredible. Um, uh, what else we did? We did, uh, we did a lot that year. We did a, we dropped the pay-per-view that year. Uh, I wrestled three times on that pay-per-view and I won the title. Then I lost the title to uh, Joe Doring, but it, but, you know, I was able to bounce back from that. Um, but at, at the year as a whole, man, it was, it was wonderful. 
It was wonderful. Like I won, won some titles, lost some titles. So like you said, you were the ultimate champion at pay-per-view. You were the um what's the other title that you held? Premier, premier champion. You were the premier champ. How many times are you five time, five time, five time <laughs> premier champ or what? Not yet, four. 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 Four Not times. Not yet. Father Marquise, he's coming for you. Uh you you uh, I'm uh, yeah, you would bring that up. <laughs> You would, yeah, Father Marquise. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not going to take anything from Father Marquise. He's doing his thing. Yeah, he was, a, he, yeah. Was rookie, he was a rookie in 2022. He was a finalist for Pro Wrestling Edge Wrestler of the Year. Yes. We did something right. But um, you had a successful 2022 at UCW, just kept rolling from when we last talked to you. So it was a great year. But you also have done a little bit of something, something else outside of wrestling since we last talked to you. I mean, um, you're uh, getting yourself in a little bit of acting. Yes, yes. Uh, since you brought it up, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, I did a movie uh, with. Uh, it's called Finding Night Mother, okay. where that was the first. That actually that was the second one. So that's called Night Mother. That's coming out sometime this year. Uh, the first one was Finding Nicole, where I was an inmate in that. one. So you, you know, were an inmate and fighting Nicole, but the second one you were actually a police officer. Yeah, night mother. I was. I, yes, I was a police <laughs> officer. Yeah, go figure, man. I mean, I, I I got different avenues. I you know I I I can I can spread out. I guess you know I got big range. Tell us a little bit about because you know we know another guy that does that is a professional wrestler that is that does a lot of acting now, Justin Maine. Tell us some of the similarities and differences between professional wrestling and acting. Um, some of the similarities is you got to bring you got to bring your A game. I mean, you you got to be one hundred percent at all times because your job consists of other people doing their job. It's like if you don't do your job, then the, nothing nothing works. You know, so, as professional wrestling helped you transition into doing some acting roles yes yes it has uh but i was acting way way before wrestling you know so uh wrestling has helped me as far as acting goes as far as being confident and things like that so acting helped you get into helped you when you transitioned into wrestling with the performance and the showmanship and the storytelling and all that yeah, that's that's pretty much. I mean, wrestling pretty much was the foundation for that. Learning how it goes and and you know being in front of the camera here, make sure you make sure your spots are right and things like that. So wrestling definitely played a big part, big part. So do you think there's going to be more acting in the future, possibly? I mean, of, of course. Of course, my phone lines are always. It's not like it's you know it's you know nonstop ringing, you know something like that. But oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, it's not like I when I leave set, they're always I leave them wanting more. Right. You and know, you do in the ring too. You 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 have a a knack of leaving everybody wanting more. Roy Williams, there was right. that dude. I mean, that's what I am. That dude. <laughs> the main event, <laughs> aka the whole freaking 
package. Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> well, I might get you a little started because I want to talk about. Uh, so, on the last episode you were on, and it's been brought up since you're back with Combat One Wrestling, your MMA career. Okay. Have you ever got that title belt back? No, no, no. You know what I think I'm going to do is I'm just going to have one made. And and then that's that's gonna be my belt. That's gonna be the new one. If you want a belt made, I I know a belt maker. I will I will hook you up with Steve Thompson at Hyperion Championship Belts to get you a belt made. I appreciate that. that. Cause that you know what that one it meant. Oh, I went through. Oh my goodness gracious! I went through hell to get that to, to win that title. But you know, obviously it means more to someone else. So I don't know how that can even be possible. I'm the one that bled and. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, now, here you, you, you say you'll give me round up again, man. Brother, I that's love a, you. Trust me. It's all come full circle. It's all come full circle. So, is there any chance that uh, Roy Williams steps back into a mixed martial arts um, cage? Oh, shit. Chances oh, shit. of that, or is those days behind you? You know what? I, I really don't think so. I would if if he was a bit I wouldn't bet on that if he was in Vegas. I mean I, it's crossed my mind, but no, uh, I don't wrestling's my thing right now. All right. Wrestling's so, my thing. In addition to all your success at UCW in 2022, the continuing of your acting career and you know thinking that you're not going to get back in the ring, but we've also asked people on this podcast if they'd ever do a death match. Most people say no, but then most of those people that say no end up doing it. So you're telling us you're not going to get back into a cage, which means you've got the pro wrestling edge jinx that probably you're getting back into a cage at some point. I'm just saying. <laughs> that cage. You know what? I will say the cage, the cage taught me a lot. It did. It taught me about discipline. It taught me how to be a better version of myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not afraid of the cage. I will go. I will. I will do it. But it's not in the cars right now. Gotcha. You know, I like that statement. You said you're not afraid of the cage. And I'm going to lead into something else that I I, want to talk to you about that. I don't think you're going to be afraid of either. That comes about. But let's start talking about combat one wrestling. Okay. Um, last show came up. You know, I was there um, all day. I was there before you got there. You come in, and our eyes locked, and we both got the biggest smiles on our faces to see each other. We were so happy to see each other, and it was just a great time. But you are the ambassador of Combat yes. One Wrestling. That is correct. So what does the ambassador for Combat One Wrestling do? Well... Here, here, I'm just going to break it down to you. Right. I, I'm not going to say the face, but the face. Gotcha. You know, when hands need to be shook, I shake them. You know, when there needs to be a smile at certain places, there, there, there's my smile. You know, I represent Combat One to the fullest. So speaking of Combat One, we all know uh, the president of Combat One is Chris Plons. And Correct. I know that you guys have, you know, uh, uh, a pretty good relationship. So explain your relationship with, with President Klontz from Com- Combat One Wrestling. Oh, I, I met I met Klontz at, uh, we, we, 
at a seminar way down, down and not way down in Toledo, but a while back in Toledo. And we just, we just hit it off. You know, me and Chris, uh, I, we like, he like horror movies. I like horror movies. He likes wrestling. I like wrestling. I mean, Chris, he's, he's got a big heart. And, you know, I look at all his kids like they mine, like they, like they my kids, you know, Chris has got a wonderful family. I had the, Chris is just a wonderful person. Yeah. Chris, you know, it's, it sucks what he calls a Bravo, you know, but Hey, it is what it is. Well, well, we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, Chris is a good dude. You know, we hold a special place, you know, for him and Pro Wrestling Edge. Um, but uh, I was happy, and I've told you this, I'm happy when you were announced as the ambassador of Combat One because we needed some Roy Williams at Combat One Wrestling, whatever <laughs> fashion it was. Um, let's talk about the last show. Okay. When you were introduced. It was your grand introduction to the Combat One wrestling fans. Um, mm-hmm. as the ambassador of combat one. So you were the ring, what it was. Clance, you were in the ring with all the all the managers that you know the the, the, the higher ups of combat mm-hmm. one as you could say. And um it was a nice moment. Clance was talking about your guys' relationship and, and, and his great friend Roy Williams. And then out of nowhere comes that John Capital E period Bravo who has mm-hmm. been wreaking havoc on Combat One Wrestling. And he kind of took matters in his own hands and, and did a little cheap shot on on, on the ambassador. Mm-hmm. He did. What, what happened there? You know, I've been dealing with... Uh, I don't even know where to start, man. Bravo has been a thorn in my side for a very, very long time. Uh, at the pay-per-view, he costed me my title. Okay. Okay. He he done slapped me in. He done, I don't know. I think I might have lost the premier title because of Bravo is has been a real thorn in my side. Okay. I do not like Bravo at all. As far as I'm concerned, he needs to stay far away. And he almost caught these hands at the last show. Almost. But luckily enough, Chris talked me out of it. He talked me down. And right now, that's my that's not my position. But yeah, Bravo almost caught these hands at the last show. So I remember the last show when you know Bravo got you. You know the first show he came out, knocked out one of the ring crew. You know when he come out, knocked out a member of the ring crew, Mm -hmm. and got ran out. This show he comes in, knocks you down. Then him and Chris is getting involved, and then he hits another manager member of of the team, knocks her out. That's what really pissed me off. So and then and then and then runs off. And then you, as soon as I saw you start taking that sport coat off, I was like, "Bravo, about to get these hands!" I got so excited. And, and when the podcast episode comes out from from that show, you you'll hear the excitement in my voice because I thought I was going to see Roy Williams throw down. I was, I was ready. I, I didn't know. I didn't know for one. I didn't know who it was. I got tackled. I was. It, it came out of nowhere. So instantly, I'm up to react. My flight or fight response is fight. There is no flight. It's fight. So I was ready to go. You don't, you don't understand. It came out of nowhere. I'm about to give this glorious speech about I'm so happy to be here at Combat One as the ambassador, and then that happens out of nowhere. Yeah, I was ready to fight at that moment. Yeah, I was, 
Oh, yeah. Luckily enough, I got calmed down. Because I was going to tear him out the frame. So, goodness gracious. We know that Mm. February 10th, Friday, February 10th. Yes. The Elite Sportsplex in Waterford Township, Michigan. Combat One is going to present Love Hurts. There is a triple main event on the card. We have Impact Wrestling star Sue Young taking on Giselle Shaw. We have Pro Wrestling Edges guy, top-notch Jason Hotch, yep. taking on Matt Seidel. And for all the trained wrestlers that are going to be involved, Matt Seidel is going to be having a seminar. That is correct. For the show, for all trained, all trained talent. Um, then the third part of that triple main event is the show showdown for Motown. Somebody else that you're that you are familiar with. Yeah, tell me about it. Darren McCarty is going to be stepping in the ring, going against your favorite person in the world, Mister mm. Main Event, Chinstrap Jesus mm. Kyle Barrett, who is. I'm sorry, Roy. I love you. I'm also a big fan of Mister Main Event, Chinstrap Jesus. I mean, I get it. There, I mean, I get there's fans of Chinstrap Jesus, just like they're Dallas Cowboys fans. I mean, I get it. <laughs> it happens. You know, I I, I can I, I get that. But once again, I mean. Kyle, me and Kyle started, he started coming around and realizing, you know, everything wasn't about him. And then all of a sudden he get over there in combat one and a, a light switch goes off and he's back to being arrogant, suspending people, blah, blah, blah. Now he don't talk shit, talk shit about Darren McCarty. And now he don't, he don't look, we all know Darren McCarty, Red Wings. All right. Enforcer. You do not want to cross paths with Darren McCarty, and that's what Kyle Barrett has done. He's 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 in for a fight that he ain't ready for. I and you know what? And you know what? Personally, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get there's, what he's got coming. There's one more match announced for the card. Um, favorites of Pro Wrestling Edge as well. Midwest Scum, Dread King Logan, and Zach Thomas are taking on TNT. Uh, Devon Dudley's boys. Um, you know that's going to be that's going because we've seen what Midwest Scum has done the first two shows I mean they they had a a hockey town street fight at the last show and they took Mm -hmm. care of business Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we've seen them do some 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 pretty extreme stuff lately Mm -hmm. Um, and and independent wrestling they just put themselves in a death match and took care of two death match legends Um, but uh, that's going to be a good one. Um, and, and then the Outrunners are going to be making their debut at, at Combat One Wrestling, another tag team. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, like the, I like the emphasis on tag team wrestling. We're big fans on tag team wrestling here. This show, let me tell you, you and I already learned you named off Midwest Come Dread King Logan and Zach Thomas against TNT. That right there is going to be a banger of a match you do not want to take your eyes off that i'm i can just hear the the i can just hear me slapping right now oh my oh my oh wow you do not want to miss that one that's gonna be a bang oh yeah probably tables involved at some it's it's gonna be of course they 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 probably just just like their daddy it's gonna be some tables and everything that's it's gonna be it's gonna be some bloodshed it's gonna oh yeah 
that's gonna yeah that's gonna be one hell of a match so with combat one like i said it's friday february 10th um the link to tickets will be in the description of this podcast episode um Roy, would you agree with me when I say don't wait to get tickets at the door because they're no. not going to be available? Don't do do not do not wait. Do not wait. If you if you have the ability to get tickets now, get them. For one, you name there's three main events. Three main events. And you talk about you know main events with we have a match with Impact Wrestling stars. We have a yes. match with an Impact Wrestling star versus an AEW star. Yes. And we have the showdown for Motown. Yes. Time Stanley Cup champion against Mr. Main Event, Kyle Barrett. I mean, that's... I mean, what more do you want? What more do you want? You know, Elite Sportsplex is an awesome venue. I mean, one of the big things the first time we had Klontz on before the very first show, we talked about it is a lot of times with independent wrestling, um, problems come down to parking. You don't have problems with parking at the Elite Sportsplex. No. So it's you don't wide have to open. worry about parking down the street and walking and leaving no. your car somewhere far away. You know, no. Elite Sportsplex has, has great parking. You know, they have, you know, they have the concessions there. It, it's just, it's a great show. And the last show was standing room. You know, it was <laughs> standing room. I mean, that place was show sold out. You know, the roof, room I think the roof came off of it the last time, just about with that <laughs> Mr. Anderson Rhino match. <laughs> it did that, and it, it was so many people. It was only standing room for that match for Mr. Anderson and Rhino. And, and once again, I don't know, and you know what? I do know because this show. Now imagine that crowd. Ten times that that crowd that was at the last show. Right. Are you kidding me? I, I believe they've already announced front row is gone. Oh, yeah, that, that's been gone. And uh, floor seats are just about gone. There's not yeah. much left at all. And, again, the link to the Eventbrite um, to get the tickets will be in the description here. Um, okay. But even even general admission seats aren't, aren't bad. Like, no. Know, there's not a bad seat. At the elite sports place. No, every seat is a well, every seat is beautiful. And plus the action, oh my goodness, the action spills out. Yeah, it goes all over. It goes all over. There is not a bad seat in the house. This is something you want to be a part of. This show is gonna be flat out awesome. Without using a whole bunch of profanity. <laughs> the last thing before we get off of combat one is okay. Johnny Bravo put out a, 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 a video of almost like a warning or a, or a, a tease to President Klontz that, you know, he might he might show up, he might not. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, what do you think about Bravo trying to inch his way on this show? Look, man, like I said before, Bravo just needs to mind his own business. This right now, Combat One and Bravo don't mix. It would be if everybody wants. And and first of all, let me say this: as the ambassador, I want to make sure everybody's safety is our number one priority. Okay, we don't need someone like Johnny Bravo 
coming in, hitting managers, and then running out, then calling, making everybody feel uncomfortable. Like I said, I was ready to tee off on Bravo. And you know, I'm a nice guy. And I don't, I don't like bringing that side out of me. Okay, I like to keep that buried because it could do a lot of damage. But Bravo almost caught it. And like I looked him dead in his eye. And if it wasn't for Chris and the other management, Larry and all the management in the ring, Bravo would have been hurt. But that's not my position right now. So I, I, I left it like it was like the way it was supposed to go. So, uh, but yeah, but my our main concern is the safety of the of the fans that paid good money to see Combat One, and that's what we're all about. So, if Bravo has any intentions on showing up for one, I'm going to be there for one. That's one. Pro Wrestling Edge will be there. Pro Wrestling Edge is going to be there. You know, so he can show up if he wants to. It's not going to put it like this. It's not going to be in his best interest. So, Bernard, this will be your first Combat One show. Absolutely. I've been trying. Oh, all right, Bernard. Yeah, I, it's I his first one. being a part of that. So, his first show, I've been trying to get him out and just schedule-wise with lineup. He's actually going to be doing the podcast with me while we're there. Um, okay. So, you have any thoughts or questions with uh, for, for Roy about Combat One? Um, so, Roy, I know you talked a lot about Johnny Bravo. So, um, will we see those hands? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, Bernard. <laughs> I got the best hands this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Send them floating down the river, huh? I'm going to send them down the river. You know, just, just, Bravo, just don't come. Just don't come with no BS, man. Everybody just want to have a good time and see a good, uh, a good, awesome show. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see the show. Um, big, huge fan of independent, um, of all wrestling, of Dan knows this. Um, it's going to be my first live show in a, in a, in, in a minute. In a minute. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I, I can't wait, man. I'm super excited to see everybody. Super excited to do the podcast. Uh, like you said, tickets down below in the link. If you don't be there, you don't know what you're missing. So make oh. sure you go check that out. Combat One Wrestling. And if, if you're on the fence about buying tickets, go to IWTV, search for Combat One, you know, get, you know, get that subscription to IWTV. It's $10 a month, and you can watch the first two shows of Combat One. You can go back and listen to the podcast. We, yes. We put out two podcasts for the first episode or the first show. We've had uh, President Klontz and, and Kyle was on with him on the uh, to preview the first show. Uh, the last show we had... Kyle on to preview it. We have you on this week, and we're going to have President Klontz on next week to talk about Combat One Wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. I want you to stick around. I'm about to get into the ad the ad reads, but I want you to stick around a little bit, and we're going to do something fun with you afterwards. Uh, Bernard is going to uh, put you on the hot seat. Does that sound good? Oh, oh no problem. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. You got All me. Right. Right so we want to thank our partners and sponsors uh, to help bring uh, – and edge to us if you're looking for graphic design work and you're looking for quick turnaround times and affordable prices reach out to tony garrix at graphics by garrix on facebook um he does the graphic work for us he did the graphic for our our uh, wrestler of the year he's he did our 200th episode graphics so reach out to tony garrix some of the quickest turnaround time uh, uh, you'll find from a graphic designer and he does great work so reach out to him um also Another sponsor, um, 
Handy Eddie's um, and Eddie Dillon has a moving. He does moving. He does lawn care and he does commercial cleaning. So if you're in the Thumb or Tri-City area and you're looking for any of those services, give him a call at 989-901-1855 for your free estimate. Um, you know, and, 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 and Eddie's out there hitting the roads. He's trying to get his name out there in professional wrestling, but, um, you know, he's also doing this. So hit up our sponsor. And of course our partner, we can't do this without our partner combat one wrestling again, February 10th at the elite Sportsplex in Waterford township, uh, mission combat one presents love hurts. We've talked about the triple main event. We've talked about Midwest Scum and TNT. The Outrunners are making their, their debut. Uh, I, I'm sure we're going to see another Crash Division match. That was exciting the last time. So more to come with that. The Eventbrite link will be in the description of the podcast. And check them out on IWTV. Um, the last show, like we said, Mr. Anderson and Rhino main evented. And the first show, um, a, a singles match turned into a tag team match. It was Rhino and, and Shogun Jackson Stone versus AJ Kazan and Kyle Barrett. So check those two shows out. Um, if you were at those two shows, every show's got better. And like Roy said, the last show about took the roof off the place. This place is this show is going to be even greater with the triple main event, impact wrestling stars, AEW stars, um, uh, four-time Stanley Cup champion. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll be in the main event as well. So check out Combat One Wrestling. Pro Wrestling Edge and Combat One Wrestling are happy to be able to partner together to um, uh, to, to, to help each other out. Um, so check them out. Um, they're at Combat One Wrestling on Facebook, at Combat One Official on Twitter and Instagram. So go check them out. They have, they have a great team. They have great talent on their roster. Probably one of the best rosters um, around in Michigan, so check them out. Um, now, Roy, yes, the fun's gonna start. So All right, I'm ready for our listeners. When Bernard was the co-host, he always did trivia with our guests, and when he was back for the 200, he did trivia to the rest of the guys here on the podcast, and he stumped us. Bernard is is known for stumping people in this uh, trivia. Okay. So that's why we said we're going to put Roy on the hot seat. So I'm going to turn it over to Mr. A.K.A. Bernard and let him throw some trivia at you. All right, Bernard, let's see what you got. Well, let me know when you're ready, brother, and we're going to get this party started. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So uh, my first trivia question to you. Uh, has there ever been a 40-man Royal Rumble, and who won it? A 40-man Royal Rumble? hmm And who won it? This is all WWE, by the way. A 40-man Royal Rumble. So by you saying WWE, you can't be going too far back. Or are you saying WWE and WWF at the same? WWE. W- so it's going to be, you're going to have two sets of questions, right? That's okay. The first question. All right. Okay. I'm going to say, has there been? No, there has not. Survey says wrong. 
So there was a 40-man World Rumble. There were actually two. So the first one was back in, I want to say, 2013-ish, 14-ish, somewhere. And Alberto Del Rio actually won that one. That was the first one they did. So the second was the greatest World Rumble, which Braun Strowman won. In Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. So I'm going to give you my next question. How many World Rumbles has Triple H won? Two. His ass is on fire. Two. Okay. okay, correct. Do you know the years? Bonus question. I know they're, they're more than 10 years apart. I'm going to say he won it in, oh, wow. Oh, four in 2013. Well, yes, he won two, but the years were 2002 and 2016. Okay. So the one he won in 2002, he had just came back from injury. Mm -hmm. He fought Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. In 2016, when he just wanted to throw Roman over the top to win the belt. Okay. So I need you to finish this sentence for me. To be the man, you have to beat the man. With that being said, this leads into my question. What year did Ric Flair win the Royal Rumble? His ass is pretty hot over there. Oh, it's smoking. I can see the grill and fire marks over here. Rick Flair won. Okay, was it, it wasn't 93. That was Yokozuna. No, so remember, this is WWF. WWF. Rick Flair won. I just looked at a list of all the Royal Rumble winners because I was getting ready for you. Rick, <laughs> he had the right thinking to, to, to look Royal Rumble. Yes, he did. Rick Flair won. Ninety-seven. Shit. Okay, so Rick Flair actually won in nineteen ninety-two. First ever World Rumble match. He won the WWF title in nineteen ninety-two. And he, he entered one? in number one. Yes. First person to do it at number one. All right. Thank you. You have just been barbecued by the Trivia Master, a.k.a. But thank you for playing my game. <laughs> I'm going to turn it back over to Dan. Roy. Thank you, Roy. just want to let you know, we've had guys on here that haven't answered one question. So um, he, he takes pride in stumping guys. I mean, now when you mix the years up like that, you know, I, I, I got, I've watched a lot of wrestling, man, and all that because Bernard, you ain't right, man. All that because <laughs> it's not a blur. Like I'm going through like all kind of VHSs and where's he at? Where's he at? Okay, all right, Bernard, you got me. So you'll be prepared for next time. Um, and just think, Dan said, "Well, I told I wanted to keep a Royal Rumble theme." Uh, so I had to think of something else. I'm going to make it kind of easy. These are one of some of my more easier questions. 
trust me, they have wow. became really, really complex. So you'll probably say say something like, "Who was the number seven entry in the two thousand six Royal Rumble?" Oh, man. I probably would. Ah, this man is like a sponge, Roy, for for wrestling trivia. Like, I could put him on a spot and say, "Oh, you know, do you, uh, you want to do wrestling trivia?" He goes, "I ain't got nothing prepared, but let's do this." He don't look nothing up on his phone. He can just throw it out, and I'm sitting there fat. Uh, fact checking him, and he's right. I, I, I was going to fact check him on on the <laughs> Triple H, but I'm pretty sure he don't look at that because I know he won twice, and I know it was some years apart, but I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint the years. Yeah, so O two yeah. was uh, he came back from the quad injury, and uh, 2016 he was with the Authority, and uh, that's when they were trying to dethrone Roman, and he just did it because he could. Damn, and you threw me some bonus questions. Did I get? I didn't. Did I get? Yeah, I got. I got the Triple H question right. Yeah. Yep. You, yep. You. Yeah. You, uh, you, uh, you got some questions, right? Yeah. All right. Damn. So, Roy, before we let you go, and like right. I said, we could talk all night, and I you can't wait good. to get you on another time. But because I'm gonna rebound, I want some more questions. That's not right. fair. So, so at Combat One, make sure you come and see me. <laughs> I have some more ready for you. All right, bro. Now I'm about to go watch some Saturday main event. All that kind of. I got Peacock, so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be ready for you. So before I let you go, um, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and anything you have coming up wrestling related that is not Combat One, because because we know we're gonna be on the tenth. Okay. Well, you can find me on social media. You can type in Roy the Working Man Williams on Google, and I'm all over the place. Uh, as far as other events, I do have one coming up. It's uh, February 19th, MDWA's Battle on the Front Lines. Uh, it's a six-man tag match. It's me, Crazy X, Taz Cash Carter, going up against Danny Blaze, Rick Cartier, and Tyler Dean, the Raven Reborn. And I don't, I don't already know. <laughs> I'm going to put my hands on Rick Cartier because he got one coming anyway. We got history. I'm going to put my hands on them. So, yeah, that's that's going to be a banger of a match. It's at Tipton Elementary School in Garden City, Michigan. And uh, that's going to be one banger of a six-man tag match. But, yeah, I got some history. I got some I got some appointment. I got some deals to make during that match. And you also have a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. You type in, like I said, you type in Roy, the working man, Will. This going to take you to my YouTube channel. And you also have a TikTok. Oh, I got a TikTok. Uh, you, oh, I don't know. I don't know that address for TikTok off hand, Dan. I, I don't know that. I'm, I'm, I'm you, I'll tell you what. If you search Roy Williams on TikTok, you can find. It's like the champ, champ something. Yeah, champ rocks. Yeah, champ rocks. That champ rock. Drop, drop the K at an S. Champ rocks. But if you just type in Roy, Roy the Working Man Williams on Google, and you know that's weird. That was weird for me. When I was able to Google myself and everything just came up, I felt like I was Denzel Washington or Brad Pitt or somebody. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I mean, just Google me, Roy the Working Man Williams, and, and I'll come up in every which direction you need me to come up. I just Roy, keep it simple, Dan. Well, Roy, it's always a pleasure catching up with you, brother. Oh, man, it's always a good time. We'll see you on the 10th. 
and we'll and we'll catch up again soon. I appreciate you, brother. I love you, and we'll talk soon. You got it. Thank you so much, Dan Bernard. It was good meeting you, and I will be ready for you. I'll have I'll be ready for your trivia, Bernard. Don't worry. You guys, thank you so much. It's been an honor, and I appreciate you. Love All right, you, Troy Williams. We'll see you soon. All right, you guys, take it easy. All right, it's always fun talking to Roy. Roy's uh, Roy's my guy. Roy's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, Roy's Roy's definitely my guy. But so. he wasn't ready for trivia. No, nah, he wasn't ready for trivia. So Josh likes to do a thing. Brokaus likes to do a thing. Last thoughts. Um, we don't typically talk about WWE and all that. I know the last episode we did talk a little about Jay Briscoe and and our experiences on meeting him. We just had the Royal Rumble. So just briefly, Bernard, just. Give us your overall impression and your overall uh, opinion of the Royal Rumble. Overall opinion, it was one of the best shows they've had. They, they, I mean, they're keeping the ball rolling. It was a great show. I like the fact that they started with the Men's Royal Rumble. I think that was kind of different. Um, and it just kept you engaged, like, throughout the program. You know, you, you got the crowd energized to start it, I think. H is doing a great job, so uh, right. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, man, and uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what uh WrestleMania brings. You know, everyone knows that listens to the podcast that I am huge on storytelling, and what they're doing with the bloodline is some of the best stuff that I've seen. Absolutely, um, it, you know, it, it's looked like we're getting ready to culminate and. You know, it looks like Sammy's finally broken free from the bloodline. There's a little dissension in there with Jay leaving and not wanting to inflict more punishment on Sammy. Uh, we'll see what happens with that coming up. But, yeah, that is an amazing storyline. Uh, it, it was an amazing story, Cody Rhodes coming back and winning it. You know, that's something that he always wanted was to win the big prize. And, you know, his father never had the opportunity. His brother never had the opportunity. And now he's back, back from a, an injury after having this, this great program with Seth Rollins. He comes back, and then it's just fitting that final three was him and Seth and uh, a star now and a star for years to come and in, in, uh, in, uh, Gunther. So I just got to say this. Logan Paul in that match actually – was kind of a different spot because it almost put a little bit of doubt in your mind. Like, would they really pull this? So I, I got to give a little bit of kudos to Logan Paul. Cause that was actually one of those things like, wait a minute, could this actually happen? I mean, after he was gone, like, like that doubt kind of went away, but that was pretty cool to see that. You know, I know a lot of people when he got into WWE was kind of, you know, people don't, kind of got a little sick of him on social media, everything he does, you know, he's, he plays a character on social media and a lot of people don't like him, but, but, you know, just like Pat McAfee, Logan Paul's taking this serious and he's put in the work. He wouldn't have been signed to a WWE superstar contract. If it wasn't that he put in the work and doing things the right way. And that spot with him and Ricochet, I don't think there have been two other guys that could have pulled that spot off. And, you know, I, I'm, I get, I'm going to go out on them and say we're going to see Logan Paul in in Hollywood at WrestleMania on, on the big on the on the big stage. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at possible Logan Paul Seth Rollins match. That would work. Logan Paul Seth Rollins would work. There's been talk about Logan Paul John Cena. 
whatever he's he's gonna do at Mania, even though that um you know you can't deny what he's done in the ring, just like you can't deny what Pat McAfee's done in the ring. And it was wow. great to see Pat McAfee come back. Um he talked about on his show that you know he's just not ring ready. Right. You don't feel like he's ring ready. Um, he was given the opportunity to be in the rumble. He didn't feel like he was ring ready. I think that's that's a big deal. Um, and respect to him that he passed that opportunity to give it to somebody who he thought was um, in a position to to perform at a higher level. He he didn't want to go in there and and take away um, spots from the other guys or, or the stage from the other guys. And, and and he didn't feel like he was at top of his game, so he wanted to make sure everyone was safe. So he he just did the role of commentator and. And boy, he brings a whole different dynamic to WWE now that he's back. Yes, he does. And I just want to ask you one more question, Dan. The pitch black match. What do you think about that? Um, you know, this might be a a, a take that is the minority. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of growing a little stale with Bray Wyatt. Um, I love the fact that he's trying to do stories and you know i'm a big proponent of that i thought that was going to be more of a of one of those cinematography or you know like the matches he has with like cena and stuff in the past or the randy orton match in, in the house and this was i don't know i i, I there, there was some cool spots in it i i definitely think la Knight is, is is i said this when he was in tna as eli drake uh la Knight is going to be a a star and be in WWE and play a major role for a long time. Just kind of getting stale with it. I want to see what happens with all this uncle howdy and, and where all this is going to go. But that match itself, it, it didn't really do much for me. I was kind of a little, I was disappointed, I, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. You really didn't know what to expect. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a bad match, but you, no. it was kind of a little bit all over the place. So We'll see what happens when the story progresses and who's next on the list. Yeah, but I think we'll wrap this one up. Oh, before we go, it's episode 218. We haven't heard from you since episode 200 for our, our awesome um, 200th episode. Um, what's uh, Mr. AK been up to? I know, man, just working, living life, you know. Um, I will I say... Happy birthday. Oh, My uh, brother here entered the 40 club. Yeah, I'm an old mother trucker. <laughs> Just remember, you're always going to be younger than me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I appreciate that. I um, had a wonderful birthday. We, we, we had a great time for your birthday. Absolutely. Um, have fun. Uh, shout out to everybody who came. Shout out to the local bars I went to. Yeah, I don't remember much after that, but I appreciate that. <laughs> check out my TikTok and 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 you'll see how how much of a good time Bernard had. Or check out his Facebook and you'll see what a good time he had. He went Facebook Live. <laughs> Absolutely, didn't say much, but you can see it on my face. <laughs> right, and and I got to meet the Downriver Dudleys. Oh yeah, shout out to those guys, um, Nick and Will. Um, well, what's the other podcast? Uh, it's called Nuclear Heat Wave. They're on uh, YouTube. YouTube on Tuesday at eight thirty. Um, check them out. You know those guys are pretty awesome. They cover a lot of uh, wrestling as well. So that'll be tonight because this episode comes out on Tuesday. So yep, tonight. Yep. Go uh, check them out. Well, Bernard, I think we're gonna wrap this one up. I appreciate you setting in for the guys. You know everybody's on vacation and whatnot. And and uh, so I, I know I can always count on you and I need 
to uh, bring the old band back together and, and, and do this old school. Definitely. And, uh, you know, my famous words when it's time to wrap up, we out. <laughs>